Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Charlotte Howard. Boston has been quite warm lately. Temperatures today are expected to reach a high of 78 degrees, with the rest of the week looking to start to decrease to temperatures in the 60s. Although it feels as if summer will never end, fall is starting to come out slow and steady. We are moving towards highs of 62 degrees later this week. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On September 26th, three members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. Two of them were students and one was an employee. On average, BU's lab took 19 hours to process each test. Compared to last week, data shows that there are a steady number of positive cases. Mostly all positive cases range from zero to three cases daily though there has been a speed-up in the number of processing hours. Since July 27th, processing hours for COVID-19 tests have decreased from 26.3 to 19.2 hours. In total, 122 members of the BU community have tested positive this fall. 11 are currently in isolation and 82 have recovered from the disease. Joining us now is Alex Corey with the latest on the easing of restaurant restrictions in Massachusetts. Since the COVID test positivity rate is now less than 1% in Massachusetts, Governor Charlie Baker has decided to ease some of the restrictions in restaurants, which goes into effect on Monday. The rule allows for a max of 10 people instead of six to be seated at a table in a restaurant. It also allows for people to sit at bars as long as they order food and the proper plexiglass is in place to protect bartender and patron interactions. Boston Mayor Marty Walsh announced Wednesday, however, that these same rules will not apply to his city. Worcester will not be opting in on these new mandates as well. However, with the colder weather on the horizon, some restaurant owners in these cities worry about what will happen when they are no longer able to provide outdoor seating to patrons. Walsh, however, stated he is watching the data closely and wouldn't rule out adopting the ease and restrictions in the future. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Dee Dee Hoyt for the story on the controversy with President Trump's nomination to fill the seat of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. President Trump admitted in a Fox News interview on Sunday that his nomination to fill Ruth Bader Ginsburg's former seat, Amy Coney Barrett, may not go through the nomination process as smoothly as he is hoping. Immediately after Ginsburg's death a week ago, Democrats and Republicans have been at odds over when to appoint a new justice to the court. Republicans and President Trump himself have insisted on acting as quickly as possible, while Democrats insist on not appointing someone until after the crucial election in November, fearing a more conservative court that may endanger the Affordable Health Care Act and further restrict abortions, among other issues. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden urged Republicans not to fan the flames of an already incredibly tumultuous year. There has never been justice appointed to the court so close to an election. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, declined to comment on if Barrett was qualified to serve on the court, but stressed separately that Americans must vote to ensure Democratic White House and Senate. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Dee Dee Hoyt for WTBU News. Next, a story regarding Miami Mayor questioning the governor about restaurant regulations from Taylor Coaster. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez voiced concern over Governor Ron DeSantis' decision to allow restaurants, bars, and other businesses to open at full capacity beginning Saturday. In an executive order released Friday, DeSantis also suspended penalties for not following COVID-19 guidelines. 
This includes any penalties for not wearing masks, prompting Suarez to question how many people will continue to follow safety protocols. DeSantis cited the economic hardships of not operating businesses at full capacity when signing the executive order, which set a 50% occupancy minimum at all restaurants in the state. According to data from Johns Hopkins University, Florida surpassed 700,000 cases on Sunday, and the virus has killed more than 14,000 people in the state. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Taylor Coaster for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Varsha Supermanian about the border dispute between Armenia and Azerbaijan. After taking responsibility for destroying Azerbaijani aircrafts in a clash, Armenia called for a complete mobilization of their troops and declared martial law on Sunday. The border dispute between Armenia and Azerbaijan has killed at least 16 troops and civilians. Armenia blamed Azerbaijan for air and artillery attacks in Nagorno-Karabakh, which is a region that has been long disputed over. The region is officially considered to be part of Azerbaijan, but is controlled by ethnic Armenians. Recent clashes prompted Russia to step in and demand that peace be restored between the two countries. In contrast, Turkey has expressed its support for Azerbaijan. This is considered the worst disagreement between the two countries since 2016. The dispute raises questions about how oil and gas transportation in the international market will be affected as Azerbaijan is a popular transit route. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Mia McCarthy, Evan Jimenez, and Alex Corey, I'm Charlotte Howard reporting from Boston, Massachusetts for WTBU News.